Welcome to A Social Disease, a podcast for recapping and relating to Degrassi The Next Class. I'm your host, Jesse Mack. And I'm Carly Jo Gear, also a host. And this week, we're talking about Season 1, Episode 8, Hashtag Team Followback. Welcome back, everyone. We don't have any special guests today. But we're special anyways. <laughs> and that's all you need to know. Today we're talking about hashtag team followback, which according to Urban Dictionary is the Twitter philosophy holding that when one user follows another, the latter should reciprocate and vice versa. I don't know that a vice versa really makes sense there. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. But basically what... Degrassi was saying is that Maya gained a lot of followers this episode (laughs) and she should have followed every single one of them back if she was polite. If she was just being a kind, you know, person that's not, wait, what is, wait, what do they call Twitter? Oh, I don't know. Snap. Oh my God. I don't think they've brought it up. No, but they do call it something because I remember there was an episode where they didn't say something about tweeting. They, they're like, did you chirp that? I'm pretty sure they said chirp. But I don't yeah. think it's called chirp. Maybe it is called chirp. It's well, it's it's not on the wiki. The wiki says Twitter, so I don't know. Like it names a bunch of things and then says Twitter at the bottom. So, huh? I wonder. No clue. Interesting. <laughs> Anywho, we open on a cringelicious Tristan saying, "As president, I call this meeting to order. First piece of business, Ugh. and like." pulls this guy, this weird-looking guy in with terrible hair. That was his one walk-on role. Like, I think he actually won a contest or something, and they were like, do you want a walk-on role on Degrassi? And he was like, yeah. And they're like, you're going to have to make out with Tristan. And he was like, aw. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, this guy has terrible fashion, terrible hair. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's got um Jonah hair. Which is terrible. <laughs> I like his glasses, though. I do like those those gla- the Malcolm X glasses. But yeah, I couldn't. I was cringing so hard at the opening. I was just like, "Can this stop?" And then watching it over again, I'm just like, "Ugh." Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what it is about Tristan, but he for me, he has zero sex appeal. And he's so corny. Yeah, he just I don't know. He does not do it for me in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> but so they start making out, but the rando is worried. What if people see? Tristan thinks it's early enough to get in some extracurricular activities. Hey. <laughs> they make out some more, and Rando calls him Mr. President. I am <laughs> hating every second of this scene. I know. It's so weird. Oh, <laughs> my God. And the fact that he's, like, making out with this dude, and there's, like, his Tristan poster is in the background. <laughs> like, oh, God. It's that. so bad. Tristan suddenly stops. He's clearly in some sort of discomfort. He plays it off like he's actually concerned that someone will walk in. So as the guy leaves, he texts Zoe, 911, this dick is on fire. (laughs) (laughs) She comes by and jokes that he wants baked ziti, but Tristan is in crisis mode. Zoe asks, where's the fire? It's in his pants, duh. Duh. Oh my god, I totally rewound and wanted to see like what the text was before that she had sent, and it was like two of your exes are in my next class. Should I sh- send them over? And he's like, angry emoji, angry emoji. <laughs> <laughs> so the feminist club has taken over the gym, crafting signs for their assembly. Goldie leads a meeting. There will be speeches and then a compulsory performance of "Not Okay." They're also going to do a skit where Zig plays a cat caller. Grace snipes at him. You've got that bad guy roll on lock. 
She's carrying the weight of a secret and judging the fuck out of him. Oh, my God. And I, but I love that Zig is there. Like, he literally <laughs> yes. does whatever the fuck Maya tells him to do. And they're like, you're, you're down to do these skits, right? That sound awful. And he's like, yep, I'll be there. Yeah, he's definitely, like, following her around like a puppy dog and just, like, take it, soaking it in. Like, clearly making some progress on his, like, yeah. mentalities on things. But then cheated so <laughs> yeah so you still fucked up Zig. Uh, <laughs> that wasn't very feminist of you so goldie is explaining that they're doing a presentation on consent which is like awesome because i don't remember having much talk about consent when i went to high school oh no we definitely didn't ever talk about consent in a health class right and i feel like we had a pretty good sex ed class mm -hmm. like it you know i feel like we talked about pretty much every form of you know, like birth control, but and we definitely talked. About, I remember I found um I found papers that I had like questions or whatever I answered from health class. It was like ways to say no. Mm -hmm. So they definitely made us come up with ways of saying no to men, but they never ever like talked about consent. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that the culture talked about consent at the time. Like, this is such a new phenomenon where the culture is, like, actually caring about it. Yeah, because some of my reasonings, like, I mean, I think I was half joking but half serious. I was like, I wrote, um, I'm sorry I can't. I'm on my period, which I think would definitely work in high school. Yeah. Like, now now it's like sometimes I try it and you it get the – you get, Yeah, work. you get the dudes that are like, I don't care. And you're like, oh, fuck. Well, I just don't want to. <laughs> Shit. You call my bluff because, yeah. Okay. Because really, it shouldn't matter. But yeah, man, sometimes I'm like, this is totally going to work. And they're like, no, I'm down. And you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. And I think one of my other um, reasons to say no in high school was that I was like, oh, no, my parents wouldn't let me. <laughs> and I think that it was like one of those, like, you know how you can tell your friends that you can't do something that weekend? Yeah. And you use them as an excuse. But I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to use this too because I don't remember really coming up with real reasons. Right. Because it get like – also, I was in a relationship in high school, so I wasn't getting propositioned by random people for sex. So Goldie stops to note that Maya is receiving harassing messages about her song. She's been receiving them for a while, and they're getting grosser. Oh, well, haters gonna hate, right? Because it starts out with, like, they only like that song because she's blonde. Which is, like, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, right. Okay, good job. <laughs> and then they're like, just kidding. I'd still rape her. And you're like, mm. oh, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, y'all went there. So Zig commiserates and says he wishes he could help her. He hates that someone could do this to her as Grace is scowling at him. Mm. Goldie makes sure Maya can handle the assembly with her harassment. And she thinks she can. But then she gets another comment calling her a crazy slut. Grace explains that trolls are going to troll. They'll say anything to shut her up. But the next comment crossed the line. This dumb girl's song is hashtag not okay, but I'd still rape her anyways. LOL. Nobody can believe it. Oh, my God. I didn't realize there was an LOL at the yeah, end. Yeah, there was an LOL. <laughs> oh, that means yeah, Okay, guys. They were joking. It was clearly a joke. Lol. Just a joke. Why did you take it so seriously? Oh, my God. They said LOL. <laughs> That's how you know it was just – it's passive. You know, it's just you kidding. Just have no sense of humor. <laughs> JK lol. The comments are getting really out of control. Like that's the first we see it and we're like, oh shit. Frankie rummages through her locker when Winston comes up behind her, spotting what she was looking for somehow. They chat a bit about Miles and how rough it's been, but she's happy he's in counseling now. Lola and Shay walk by and notice the duo chatting. They have a nice sort of flirty exchange and Winston is off to English. 
Lola and Shay rush up excited. Ooh. I love how literally they are, they, the three of them are constantly, there's always two of them lingering in the background yes. of one of their <laughs> like things. And it's like, it's one, when I'm taking heavy notes, I don't notice it. But when I'm just watching for fun, I'm like, God, there they are again. Why are they constantly <laughs> yes. like creeping on each other? They love it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Frankston the sequel. Frankston. Oh, God, that's an awful, awful couple name. So, yeah, Frankie goes, we were just talking NBD, Lola, um, the biggest D. Oh, my God. I love it. Thank you, Netflix. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that into my life. The biggest D. Is there something she knows about Winston that the rest of us don't? Well, because then she later says, you know. Something about making out with Yeah. Before. So I'm like, what happened with Lola and Winston? I don't know. I haven't got that far. And I'm surprised that Lola didn't try and steal Winston from Frankie since she's right. just all about that life. But yeah, I know. I'm like, is this – like, should that have been on the pros and cons list later? Like, <laughs> does Winston D. have the biggest D? <laughs> he needs those long dick underwear. I know, right? <laughs> he, wears the, he wears the same size underwear as uh, uh, Zoe's David Sutcliffe. Yes, David Sutcliffe. <laughs> I'll never forget his name now. <laughs> I know, right? Mm. Lola is psyched to have a couple friend besides boring ass Zig and Maya in her stupid band. Oh my god, I know, right? She's like, oh, we have to go to one more. What did, I can't. What did she say? Rock show, but one like more she, stupid rock show. She didn't even say stupid rock show. It was. So, oh my god, now I wish I'd written it down. But it, yeah, yeah. It was like, oh my goodness. How? What are Lola's interests? Truly, boys, hair dye. That's it. Like what? <laughs> What could they be doing that she'd be Social interested media. in? Social yeah. media. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. She wants to do couples yoga. And it's like, oh, yeah. I really don't <laughs> think you're going to get any high school couple to do couples yoga with you. But okay. I wouldn't want to do – what's the point of couples yoga? Like, what Actually, we, I did couples yoga once. This is funny. This is the, the shit that you can get random dudes to do with you. I was like – I was super duper into yoga and there was going to be a specific like couples yoga class. Mm-hmm. And I had – met this dude we were like we were going to the same open mics and I thought he was cute and I I don't know he was saying something about like wanting to do yoga and I was like well this is totally random but like <laughs> there's a couple's yoga class on, on like this weekend if you want to go yeah and he fucking came with me oh and it was God. so like yeah it was a lot of um like helping your partner like do deep stretches and then mm. like leaning on them in positions and stuff. So it was super <laughs> duper intimate. And I honestly don't think he was actually into me because we never hung out after that. He was just like, that was too much too fast. <laughs> well, and I don't know. It's funny because we actually had some mutual friends. And yeah. so I ran into him like in September. He was at a party that I was at. Mm-hmm. And he, I don't know, he I think he had a beard. He didn't have one before. Right. And he was like, oh, hey, Carly. And I was like, oh, hey, we did couples yoga together that time. <laughs> he was like, yeah. I was like, oh, what's up? <laughs> um, pretty sure he has a girlfriend now. But yeah, so just so everybody knows out there, that just because you do couples yoga with somebody doesn't mean that you're going to be a couple, <laughs> unfortunately. So Frankie is unsure whether or not Winston's even interested, but Shay points out that he went way out of his way to go talk to her before class. How the fuck does she know where Winston's class is? <laughs> they all like stalk each other. Yeah, weirdos. no shit. So Lola's like, ooh, Frankston. Zoe is rattling off a list of symptoms in the locker room. For some reason, they're always like, 
boys and girls are always in the girls' locker room together on this show. <laughs> right? I, I know. I feel like you could not get away with that back in my day. But but so off her list of symptoms, there's does it hurt when you tinkle? And Tristan answers yes to all of them. Tristan thinks he has ball cancer and is terrified to lose all his hair. <laughs> I know. It's not even about – like it's literally just about losing his hair. He's that fucking vain. It doesn't, it's not about life or death. It's about no. my hair. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, Zoe thinks he's overreacting, but Tristan deflects. I'm not the one who kissed Zig to get back at Grace. <laughs> Tristan asks if she's okay, to which she replies, Physically, yes, which is more than I can say for you. They are just zinging it back and forth each other. Back and forth. I'm always like, do they even like each other? That's <laughs> right. like my biggest question because they aren't very nice to each other ever. They're just two assholes that tolerate each other because yeah. no one else will. <laughs> and it's they're always like inconvenienced by each other too. Like, what, right. like whenever one of them asks the other one to do something, it's like, <sighs> fine. <laughs> like... I, I think that they just, yeah, like you said, they're just assholes. They're both assholes and sort of like, yeah, I guess we'll just do this together. Pretty much. <laughs> so she asks about uh, leakage and is disgusted when he says yes. But that's actually good news. It's not ball cancer. It's chlamydia. <laughs> Tristan is still mortified. He hasn't even had sex but has an STD. But Zoe reassures him that chlamydia is pretty treatable, but he still needs to figure out where he's got it, and he thinks he knows where. So, okay. I think – well, I can actually – I can relate to this on multiple levels. I think I have multiple stories. Maybe you can disperse them throughout. Um, for One being, I definitely thought – I definitely at one point thought I was pregnant in high school, but I hadn't had sex yeah. with Tim yet. I had We had not had sex. Um, but like, I think my period was late and I was like, oh, we dry humped and maybe <laughs> his semen got through both his underwear and my underwear. <laughs> like it was literally underwear on underwear, but I was like, it could have gotten through right. and I could be pregnant. Oh, so I definitely, I mean, but I also think I was low key using that as an excuse to like make him worry because we had broken up at the time. <laughs> so I think I was also just being like Degrassi level dramatic where I was like, I might be pregnant. <laughs> um, even though we had not had sex. Right. He's just um, like, what? Who have you been cheating with them? Right. <laughs> um, but then – actually, no, he wasn't even accusing me. Like it was like he was on board like, you, yeah, we should probably – you should probably get a pregnancy <laughs> test. This is fucking deal. Dudes in pregnancy don't know shit. No, like, and I, Yeah. Yeah. So um, besides that, having thought I was pregnant without – having sex. Um, also, one time when I was at community college, um, one of my teachers was telling – it was like we were in creative writing. Um, and she had said that uh, uh, that oral cancer – or throat cancer. I'm sorry, not oral – throat cancer was on the rise mm. because of um, unprotected oral sex. Right. And when she said that, like – I was the only person that was like, <gasps> and like audibly responded, and everyone just looked at me like, "You dick sucking oh slut! Like, why are you so worried?" And I was, you know, it was like one of those things where I was like, "Oh my god, I should not have audibly responded to that." Essentially, like that's how I felt. Like I was like, "Oh my god!" And pretty much every time, like I'm so fucking stupid. I would go do karaoke, of course, and you know, sing a bunch of songs, including mm. doing. 
I'm real, right. J-Lo and Ja Rule, and doing the Ja Rule voice. <laughs> like, What's my motherfucking name? And then the next morning, I'm like, why does my throat hurt? Oh, my God, I have an STD. Oh, my God, there's an STD in my throat. Oh, my God. Oh God. Like, And that's pretty much what I would think every every morning after karaoke. Right. I'd probably like, hook up with a dude and then be like, oh, my God, he just he instantly gave me throat cancer. <laughs> oh, my Jesus. God. Yeah, no, I'm fucking stupid. And I always immediately like go to – Cancer, you know what I mean? The worst case exactly. scenario. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, anytime there's something wrong, like, that's why, or self-diagnosing is so dangerous. Oh, like, yeah. you can convince yourself of some terrible shit. But the problem is, like, then you just, like, don't go to the doctors and, like, let it go. And, like, maybe you have something, but right. you don't. But it's like, eh. Well, it's so fucking expensive. Like, if I wanted to just up and go to the doctor right now, it's like, that's, like, 500 bucks. Like, and I have insurance. Right. Jesus. Really? Well, I mean, it, it depends. Like, I well, it's been like five hundred bucks when I went when I had really bad insurance. Um, it's not that bad anymore, but like, yeah, sometimes you go to the minute clinic, it fucking adds up real quick. Oh yeah. But like Tristan just went on during lunch, right? Casually, he just went like yeah. But it is it's easier when you're a child. Mm-hmm. Like I remember being sick when I was a kid, and my mom could make an appointment, and I could go that day, right? Because they care about kids. <laughs> So we cut to an empty classroom and Maya cannot stop scrolling. The concept of don't read the comments either hasn't occurred to her or like me, she just can't help herself. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. yes. When Grace arrives, she frantically asks for a charger. Her phone is almost dead and she's obsessed. Beth texted me and said, this was me. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, but true. I would totally do that. Yeah. Give me your charger. I need to keep I need to keep responding. I need to yes. keep reading. Like it's so bad. She attempted to report the trolls, but every time she'd get rid of one, another would pop up. Fake accounts galore. She just can't ignore it. She reads a comment from an MRA. Maya is a fake feminist C-word who has hooked up with every guy at her school. I should know. <laughs> like, okay. Because even when Maya went through her little slutty phase um, in Next Generation, Mm -hmm. it lasted for like a week and she only made out with someone. Right. And like, yeah, she took a video of him posted on Face (laughs) Range, but like it really wasn't that bad. She just like started wearing high heels to school. It was like, wow, slut. (laughs) I mean, I'm guessing this person doesn't even know any of that. Oh, yeah. Throwing it up. I mean, Jesus, I can't count how many times I've been called a slut by some rando who knows nothing about me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I've been – I definitely – I mean, I've never been harassed online, but I I definitely know when, like, you're having a heated argument with somebody, it – like, I, oh, it physically takes a toll on you. Mm-hmm. Like, it just really – like, you're just sitting there waiting for them to respond, and then you're right. like, all right, here it comes. <laughs> Grace tries to get her to stop feeding the trolls, but Maya is in a bad place and can't. Zig has been acting sketchy and she doesn't know why. Of course, Grace knows and wants to tell her, but she can't kick Maya when she's down. Maya thinks she needs to take a stand and show she's a real feminist who won't stand for abuse. Grace finds a Reddit-like post where someone doxed Maya, which doxing is finding and spreading someone's personal information to encourage harassment and make them feel unsafe in their own homes. Just FYI. Thank you. Thank you for the English, please. <laughs> also, I didn't realize that was Reddit. I was wondering what uh, it was like. Reddit. It looked, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I knew it looked like something, but I have never um, 
I don't use Reddit, so yeah. I, I didn't know what – I was like, why does that look different than Twitter? Yeah, it was the same style as Reddit for sure. It wasn't Reddit, but it was similar. That makes sense though. So Maya, of course, is thinking worst case scenario, as you do, would someone show up to her house? Grace isn't sure. It's hard to tell the difference between a troll and a legit stalker, though the difference between the two isn't that much. Mm. So here comes another set of tweets. Gonna roll up at 445 Maple Street and give it to Maya right in her bedroom. She needs help. This is too much. Again, yeah, I'm a person who feeds the trolls all the time. <laughs> I cannot help myself. I get so angry and I'm just like, Ugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I write these long-winded, like, I don't know. I, my tone changes depending on where I'm at that day. Right, <laughs> like, yeah. Some days I'm just like, fuck you, you're an idiot. You can go back to your hole now, like, <laughs> fuck you. Um, other days, you know, I'll sit there and I'll compose like a – well thought out response Mm -hmm. and then some days it's a mixture of both like I start well thought out and then I devolve into fuck you idiot like you're a troll get out of here you're ignorant yada yada it's so fun I never I never realized how like much you do this (laughs) Jesse until (laughs) until like you are on more uh um, social media things than I am mm-hmm. and you've always been very into you know what like online journaling and groups and stuff like that I lived in the middle of the woods like that was my outlet was the internet right right and so but now um because you've introduced me to like so many fun pages on Facebook oh, and that's really my only social media <laughs> and so like you know it'll pop up in my feed that'll be yeah. like oh you know Jesse commented on something I'm like what did she say and I'm like <laughs> oh boy here we go. <laughs> Better settle down and see. Well, let's, let's take a look at what old Jesse wrote. And then, oh, like, God. Yeah. And then normally I'm just going to, I'm like, I'll just like it. Like, yes, I like that. I'm like, I'm not going to get involved, but <laughs> I see you, girl. Do you? I hate that Facebook shows people what I've commented on because I'm like, this is my this is my cross to bear here, and I don't need like all these fucking people knowing that I'm like. Can't well, and shut I think up. for those for that in particular, I only see that because I'm in those groups too. Yeah, I don't think I'd see it if I wasn't. I, I, yeah, I don't see anything that for groups that I'm not in. Well, I comment on like public posts too, and people right. will see those um, a lot. And it's just like Facebook, give me like give me a break here. I've looked for like settings to turn that off, but you they can't. Don't. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. everyone gets to see me in my shame of <laughs> <laughs> compulsive. It's like a compulsive feminism. <laughs> well, and that's a compulsive. Is that the, the rare disorder you have? Compulsive like, feminism. I, I just have to be like, no. <laughs> right. You also have CF, <laughs> compulsive <laughs> feminism, <laughs> instead of cystic fibrosis. <laughs> Oh God! You and Grace both have double. She has double CF, but you just have singular CF. It gets really, really frustrating. It takes so much of my energy, like my emotional energy, and like it takes a lot out of me. So, like, I really want to curb that. But at the same time, like when I do it, it's not to change the troll's mind. Mm -hmm. It's more like for other people reading it. To see, like, okay, right, there are right. rational people in this world. <laughs> like, there are people who, like, support me or support this same cause or whatever. It's more, like, 
for that purpose, but I right. wish I had more control over it and I could like leave one comment and then walk away. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> interesting. I mean, I've I had a conversation with a friend of mine back home in New Hampshire and she was saying something about well, people who are, you know, non-binary or something like that there was a, I saw a post and it was like they're upset about you know this that and the third and I can't remember what the actual thing was mm-hmm. but I was like so the person who posted that article was it somebody who was saying they were nine non-binary and that they believed in it or was it somebody saying that it was ridiculous mm-hmm. and she was like it was somebody saying it was ridiculous and I was like well see people who are non-binary transgender and they're not freaking out about those stupid little things. They just want you to respect their pronouns. Like, yeah. that's the long and short of it. You're seeing more people they're freak out about. Well, I mean, like, well, I mean obviously, then there's bigger issues. Yeah, I understand right. that. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? It's like when people are like, ah, people are people think band aids are racist, right. and it's like, no, people don't think band aids are racist. They're just saying that they're not inclusive. Yeah, there's some there's something to be said for like calling something skin tone, and it's. For right. white skin tone. Like, Only for white people. That's not very uh, thoughtful. It's not <laughs> inherently racist, but is it it's telling. Uh, ex- exclusive and it's not right is what we're saying because white people are not the base for everything. Yeah, it is telling the about base. the culture, the larger culture that like right. white people are the standard. Right. And that's not – how it should be. But yeah, so I was explaining to her is that I was like, this thing that people are being like, everybody's freaking out about this. It's like, no, people aren't really freaking out about that. That's not, mm-hmm. they're just using it as a platform to complain about people. But also like saying everyone's freaking out. It's like, no, they're just like analyzing something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. It's, they're not freaking out. They're calm. Don't worry. <laughs> right. You're freaking out. Exactly. You're the one losing it. So Miles slugs out of class as Tristan approaches, needing to talk. Miles tries to blow him off, but Tristan gets aggressive. You gave me a social disease. (laughs) When he like throws him into a wall, like it is, it is aggressive. (laughs) Um, Miles rolls his eyes. He's gotten more blood work taken in the last week than he has in his entire life. He'd know if he had chlamydia. Yeah, he definitely would. (laughs) Tristan is clueless about who could have given it to him. Miles says, good luck finding out. Bye. So apparently it's not Miles. Um, He's not patient zero, (laughs) as Tristan calls him. (laughs) Next, we find ourselves at Hollingsworth Estate, seeing the lack of curb appeal for the first time ever. Like, I am seriously underwhelmed by this place and confused about where they could possibly fit this giant courtyard in the middle. Like, I feel like I've been lied to. Mm. Did you notice the front of the house? It looks small. Yeah, it's not huge. I mean. I don't think it'd fit that giant courtyard and pool in the middle. So you're saying it's exact? It's exactly what Emilio said it is, which is like an apartment <laughs> complex. Probably. The pool in the middle. <sighs> it's, it's like the set of Melrose Fine. Place or something. Frankie and Lola are lounging and doing homework. All Lola wants to talk about is Frankston and doing couples yoga. Lola notes that Frankie is on the fence about Winston, so it's time to make a pros and cons list on the TV screen. How did she do that? What? No, she just pulled up her pros and cons app. She like, yeah, I was like, what is this Excel spreadsheet that she pulled up? 
Yeah, because I was like, how did A, her phone was already connected to the TV. I don't know. Anyways, I get it. Suspension of disbelief, (laughs) whatever. But okay. But again, Lola would be fucking ready. Like all she wants is for her friends to be in couples. She doesn't like them single. (laughs) So pros. Mixed babies are gorgeous. You're in high school. (laughs) Cringe. That's a that's kind of a cringe thing to say. It's in a cringe general. thing. Any yeah, it's definitely a cringe thing. Anyways, I know. I I definitely still have people that say that to me when I do my interracial dating, and I'm like, I mean, okay, but that's not what I'm doing this for. Right. That is not the purpose here. Right. Um. He's a great kisser. Don't ask how I know which that. Lola somehow knows he never hurt her. And she was happier when she was with him. Because she was happier last year in general, you dumb bitch. Right. <laughs> Not because of Winston, but because her life wasn't as fucking in shambles as much. Right. So, of course, Winston walks in, and it's anybody's guess if he's seen the list. The Wi-Fi gets buggy, so, of course, Lola can't close it. Frankie frantically asks what he's doing there, and he's waiting for Miles to get out of counseling. I like how Winston just comes over and waits for Miles like every day and Frankie hasn't learned that he could just pop up at any time. Right. Like clearly y'all aren't locking the doors, Canada. Right. Winston B just walking in. Like why would you be surprised by him? He's always there. He really is. He is, He's literally my next door neighbor growing up. But <laughs> um, So Lola tries to finesse the situation by saying they were talking about cramps. Good job, Lola. You successfully scared him off. Con. Frankie ruined everything again. <laughs> oh, I also used to use this as an excuse in like middle school. Cramps. No, no. Like I, to, if I wanted a boy to like walk away from the conversation, I'd be like, we're talking about our period. Like <laughs> I knew from a young age that I was like, if I want you to go away, I'm just going to bring this up. Great. We actually got a boy on the bus once to scream out. This is like in sixth grade. We got him to scream out, I need my doll. And he didn't know what it was. <laughs> And then, like, afterwards, he was like, wait, so what is it? We were like, it's medicine you take when you're on your period. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to turn into a girl. Oh, you're (laughs) so gay now. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm sure that's what he was afraid of, was turning into a girl or gay. Yeah, right? I mean, that's pretty (laughs) much the worst. No, what did I do? That's my gay agenda. Maya and her mom go to the police station, and they go over her harassing messages with a police officer. He's impressed that she is a woman who keeps receipts. She points out the rape threats, and the cop feels terrible and asks if she knows who's doing it. She has no idea. The cop explains that they're behind VPNs, and they can't track their address to figure it out. A VPN is like, it's a thing. I don't have a, I didn't write this one down, so it's going to be, sound stupid, but it's like a thing that you use on your computer to mask your IP address, which okay. is like how people can find you. Mm-hmm. Um, what it does, I think it like, it just randomizes IP addresses or something like that. Like I'm not, I've never used one, but like I know what it is. It's hard for me to explain. Mm, okay. So there's not much they can do without something happening to her. Oh my God. Very typical. Protect and serve my ass. <laughs> yeah, because like if people are making threats to police officers on the internet, they're like, we found them. We got them. Oh, yeah. I totally like, oh, saw okay. that. That was like a recent thing that happened, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. But truthfully, my one of my first apartments that I had in Chicago got broken into twice when I lived there. Mm-hmm. And both times the cops came, they were like, well, can't get fingerprints off that. 
Can't, nope, can't do anything about that. Can't oh do anything about that. Yep, sorry it happened to you. Have a good day. And you're like, okay, what's the point of you guys? I okay. have never received help from a police officer. Like, I've received nothing but not help. Right. Because <laughs> like, I have gone out of my way to go to do what Maya's done and document everything. Like, because I've been harassed by a couple different people over the years. Mm-hmm. And like, I brought all the proof. I'm like, this guy's doing XYZ. That's why I was talking shit about him. Like, the guy at the time was. He was extorting teenagers and like young adults for their nudes. Oh my God. Like he had their nudes and he was extorting them being like, if you talk to this guy, I'm going to leak your nudes. If you do this, I'm going to leak your nudes. Um, These were teenagers? This this was a guy who was like in his late 20s, I think. And he was doing this to teenagers and like young adults. He should have gotten caught for child pornography. I mean, I, Jesus. I, so I went after this guy because he was doing this and I wrote like a blog post about him. I was interviewed anonymously for Gawker, all of this stuff. And um, he wound up threatening to sue me. For just telling for the telling truth. For telling the truth. And I, again, I had all this proof. Right. I, w- I documented everything. And I had a bunch of witnesses who were like in my live journal communities at the time. <laughs> um who were who had my back who were getting all the information and what happened was apparently there's a law in New Hampshire that um makes defaming someone like a criminal wow. offense rather than like a when you go to like sue each other whatever that's called okay. he sent he had doxed me mm-hmm. but the most recent address he had found was my mom's house so he had police go to my mom's house looking for me. Wow. I didn't live there. My mom called and was like, They're, the police are looking for you, yada, yada. I go into the police station and I'm like, this dude has been harassing me because I spoke the truth about him. Here's all the proof. Mm. They, of course, agreed to not arrest me, <laughs> right. but they refused to do anything about him. And he was threatening. Yeah, he was constantly threatening me with lawsuits threatening to you know do stuff to my family like you know dox my family all sorts of messed up stuff you mean i could have been doxed (laughs) jesse it was more my immediate family okay all right all right i was like um, you put me in harm's way but yeah so the police just did nothing they're like nothing we can do and part of the problem is there just weren't any laws to cover stuff like that because it's the internet. Oh, back then. I'm sure it was a couple of years ago, yeah. right? Internet. Yeah. It was, I mean, I was still on Live Journal at the time. <laughs> yeah, so that says something, yeah. I mean, aren't we also on Live Journal? <laughs> but um but yeah, like there weren't any laws covering the internet really and there aren't really any laws to protect people from harassment on the internet. It's like if someone was following me down the street being like, "Fuck you, I'm going to rape you." They'd go to jail, mm. but like because they're following me around on the internet and saying, fuck you, I'm going to rape you, the police are like, whatever. If someone hurts you, then we can do something about it. But Right. And it's like how many times have people been harassed online and then fucking murdered? And it's like- Right. There, there was a case very recently of a woman who was on campus and she repeatedly went to campus police about her ex-boyfriend who was harassing her and threatening her and they mm-hmm. didn't do anything. And then he fucking murdered her. Oh, my God. And it's like, well. And you never can tell. It's like you can take your chances and gamble with it. But I mean, which is what the police do is just gamble on you. Like maybe you'll be fine, but maybe someone will kill you. I don't know. (laughs) And yet here we go. We've got Twitter that is banning people 
for not not for doing this, but like the opposite. The people who are being harassed are the ones that are getting banned on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got a suspension the other day on Twitter. For oh, that's right. I remember because you were defending <laughs> Billy from Vanderpump Rules. From Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, this woman was like intentionally calling her a man. This is a trans woman from the show Vanderpump Rules um, who's been getting a ton of hatred from the fan base mm. of the show. People purposely calling her a man and say, saying all that you know gross stuff. And I saw someone do it and I called them a bigot. And we had a back and forth and she's like, why are you stalking me? And I'm like, no, we're having a back and forth, but okay. On a public forum. On a public forum. And so then she reports me and I get suspended. Yeah. And I'm like, for calling her a bigot and explaining her bigotry to her. (laughs) One of my my friends, he gets put in Twitter jail all the time. Mm -hmm. And like every time we're always like, oh, what did you do this time? But it is legitimately like. I'm going to fucking murder Donald Trump. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's definitely not like at all any cute back and forth. It's like, you should die. And you're like, oh, well, okay. You deserve that one. I guess I get why you got put in Twitter jail for that. That was a legitimate threat. Um, Oh, God. But that's when they're they're threatening powerful white men, you know, Mm -hmm. it's very easy to get. On Facebook, you get... You get in trouble for saying white man. That's why uh, people of color use YT. I noticed that. That's why I switched to YT. Oh, okay. So one of my friends, he actually – this is a totally different friend. He got put in Facebook jail for three days, I Mm -hmm. think, because he had – he made a joke that was like – Whatever, like, whatever voting day was, I think it was November 6th, and it was like, Republicans, make sure you don't forget to vote on November 7th. Yeah. And he got put in Facebook jail for, like, three really? days for that. For fake news? For fake news. For fake news. I'm like, okay. Oh, he tried. He tried. He tried it. He got put into, into Facebook jail. So uh, with all that being said... He says that they can't send an officer to protect her because they don't have enough officers to cover every woman who has ever been harassed, which is like... What the fuck does that say about uh, about the world? About women? Christ. He claims that violence is rare in these cases, so she should just chill and go offline. But she can't do that because she lives online. Her music's online. <laughs> which, you know, she shouldn't have to go offline. Like, Right, exactly. You know, these... This is a huge reason why this stuff needs to be taken more seriously because it's like it really does infringe upon people's rights to life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. Like you're going online, you're just trying to do your thing and someone's harassing you and the only advice is, well, just live your life differently. Don't go online. I mean, I hate to say it, but like that's – people always ask me like why – how come I'm not on Instagram? How come I'm not on Twitter? And stuff like that because, you know, they really like my Facebook posts. They're so funny. <laughs> um, but, like, truthfully, like, the idea of being, like, Twitter famous, that scares the fuck out of me because I don't oh, yeah. I don't want to have to interact with people I don't know. Right. Like, I'm in my safe little cocoon. Give me my 97 <laughs> likes on Facebook and a couple of ha-ha's and I'm a happy gal. Right. Like, I don't, I don't want to be Twitter famous because that's fucking scary. Yeah. It's a lot of attention. And, like, I struggle with – getting a large following on the basis that with people with a bigger following comes more harassment exactly exactly that definitely like anytime I've like wanted I don't know I wanted to YouTube or something I would get 
so many negative comments from like MRAs and stuff and barely any feedback from anybody who might like what I want to do because mm-hmm. it's the MRAs who are like frantically searching for things like toxic masculinity. I'm going to go right. rage out, you know. What are they doing? And so anytime – How do they, how do they just, have so much time? <laughs> because they're insufferable and have no friends or girlfriends. Oh, like. true. <laughs> but um, – <laughs> So a lot of times harassment would scare me off anytime I maybe was like, I'd like to, you know, do something like YouTube or put myself out there more, but I'm trying, you know, we haven't got a lot of tension yet. So it's only a matter of time. time, If we ever do, hopefully I'll be ready for it. Right. When real man MRA comes for us. We'll be ready for him. Honestly, the way we've been hashtagging it, I'm surprised we haven't got a bunch of MRAs up our ass, but, you know. Maybe they just don't give a shit about Degrassi. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe MRAs don't watch Degrassi. I mean, it is a pre- – I mean, especially the new class, it's a yeah. pretty fucking liberal show. Right. The way they've spun most of the things, like the topics are talking about, mm-hmm. like they're doing it for a reason. That's because, you know, Gen Z's, millennials, we're all open-minded. <laughs> At least – a lot more than used to be. Yes. Yeah. There are plenty of trash, trash children out there. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Born in a dumpster fire. <laughs> trash children. Tristan goes down his list of romantic encounters. VJ, Luke, other Luke, abs guy, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I think he's on the swim team. <laughs> Zoe is shocked by his body count. Tristan will not be slut shamed. But what if he can't figure out who did it to him? Who chlamydiated him. (laughs) Zoe points out that Tristan kind of needs to tell the guys that they might have chlamydia too, which Tristan is not okay with. Everyone at school would find out and he'd be roined. (laughs) (laughs) Roined. Shout out to my mom for saying it roined. We're roined. (laughs) Um, I have to talk about, he's like looking through his his phone and he's like okay two selfies of me and vj one clear stock photo of this dude (laughs) who's like looking at a phone or an ipad or something like that it was like come on degrassi really (laughs) really this that was clearly a stock photo zoe thinks the presidential thing to do is to come clean but tristan doesn't want to be impeached He's a Clinton. Zoe Zoe says life is better if you just never hook up with anyone ever. Life is so unfair. Tristan just barely learned how to get guys and now he has to stop because chlamydia. Uh. Can he keep this secret? How is Zoe handling keeping hers? But maybe there's another way. An anonymous STI notification system. Notifyyourpartners.com. That's pretty cool. That's probably like, definitely a real thing. I didn't look it up, but I'm, I'm sure, sure it's a real thing. I think like it's kind of a happy medium like between protecting your privacy but also doing the responsible thing and telling somebody that they might have it. Right. Because you don't want – I mean, unfortunately, these things happen and you don't want somebody like going off on you on the internet. Right. Being like, you know, spreading all your personal business. Right. Telling everybody you have it. Right. But then also, yeah, Tristan assuming that all these other little gay high schoolers like have hooked up with mad dudes. Right. You know what I mean? Like the and then VJ comes in, it's like, what the fuck did you expect, Tristan? <laughs> Anyways. Sorry, we're jumping ahead. Yeah. But also it's like, Tristan, you haven't even gone to the doctors yet. That's what's so infuriating right. about Tristan. You like before you're freaking out, can you please just go to the doctor? Right. Like you can you can leave it one more day. Right, because the thing of it is, is like 
so many STDs are so similar mm-hmm. in their what their um symptoms. Yeah, I'm like, why well, can't I think of the word? <laughs> um, that yeah, it, it's irresponsible of you to tell a bunch of people that he's given them something he has no idea if he does or doesn't have yes. it. Yes. I mean, it still could probably be, be ball cancer. It could like. be ball cancer. Like, <laughs> dude. I feel like ball cancer probably has similar symptoms. I mean, well, because my – yeah, what I'm confused about is that, like, I can't think of an STD like that. I mean, I guess I don't know. I don't have a penis, so I'm not exactly sure how it works. But I feel like it doesn't hurt when you get an erection. I feel like it hurts when you pee or during sex because, like, if there's stuff moving through, like, your – the pee hole, <laughs> your the pee urethra, hole. if we're going to be – Clinical about it. <laughs> yeah, if we're going to be – you know, you got to have your juices uh, flowing through your pee I'm hole. I'm say I have no idea. <laughs> I just know for – I mean, you know, for when the reveal comes and it's a UTI, I'm like, right. for girls, it hurts when you pee. For girls, it hurts – constantly when you have oh my god i had a uti and it was so painful yeah yeah anna gets a lot of UTIs. it was like laid out on the couch can't move taking all sorts of like specific painkillers for that purpose just like and you thought that you had ball cancer (laughs) you're like i don't even have testicles I had no idea what was going on. It was terrible. Like, I didn't have health insurance, but I went to the doctor. Oh, I was wow. like, this is bad. That's how bad it was. Oh, my God. I have to tell the story of my first yeast infection. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Okay. Again, this is another Carly's a fucking idiot. Okay. I, I got my first yeast infection when I was like, I think, 21. Mm-hmm. And... um. <laughs> My, I was talking to my friends about it. So I went to the doctor and discovered it was a, a, a yeast infection. It's no big deal. You go get your, your monostat one. You mm-hmm. do a little ovular, 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 ovular <laughs> insult. And, no, I mean, insult. Ov- oh, my God. Ovular insert. Insert. God, yeah. That's quite a sentence. <laughs> but anyways, I thought that I got it. And I was talking to my coworkers that I was like, well, the guy that I'm dating drinks a lot of beer and he went down on me. So maybe there was yeast in his mouth mm-hmm. and it got in my vagina. And that's how you get a yeast infection. <laughs> and, you know, all the uh, real adults at Joey's Diner were like, oh, honey, no, that's not. <laughs> but actually what was happening was that I was working at a 1950s-style diner and I was wearing pants under a poodle skirt <laughs> in, you know, you're talking over 100-degree uh, weather and you're in the back of a kitchen yeah. and, like, I, it was just fucking hot. <sighs> and that's <laughs> probably the real reason I got um, a yeast infection. But mm-hmm. I was like, it's because that boy likes beer and <laughs> yeast in beer. And he put his yeasty beer mouth in my <laughs> vagina and that's how you get a yeast infection. Oh, so, yes. You just sprinkle some yeast on there. and Yeah. I was like, I want to make my <laughs> vagina rise. Let me put a little yeast <laughs> Warm it up, and I got some dough. Jesus. Um, why am I single? I don't understand. <laughs> I am so smart. So Goldie goes up to the board to explain some stuff about triangles. Because nobody – there's there's no teacher in this class. Right. My – okay, Goldie's the teacher for all intents and purposes. There's no teacher in this She's class. She's up there for like 10 minutes. Yeah, and I, we never see a teacher. I have no idea who the – like they, they only have the three teachers. There's a science teacher who makes terrible jokes. Yeah. There's a sexy teacher who teaches English. Mm-hmm. I thought that there – There's a Mandarin teacher. There's a Mandarin teacher. Yeah. There's no math teacher. No clue. I didn't pay that close attention. Because I 
There was a math teacher in Next Generation. I can't remember what his name is, but it's a dude. But I, and I thought he kind of filtered into. Anyways, no there's no teacher for this math class. <laughs> no, nobody teaches math. Anyways, Goldie teaches math. So we focus on Maya, who is still buzzing away with harassing messages. Twelve new ones to be exact. More rape threats and one directed at her mom. I noticed that. This is when harassment gets to most people. They might be okay taking the abuse, but the second it affects friends and family, it's over. That's what stopped me creating trouble on the internet for like creepy men and stuff like that is because they started trying to bring my family into it. Thank you. I appreciate that. As your family. (laughs) It's just like in superhero movies. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It's like I can't date you because the bad guy will threaten you and then that's, that's the trouble. So phone grabby Maya steals the guy in front of her's phone and finds nothing but sports. Like the two 27-year-olds. Like, <laughs> yes. am I right though? Yes. Those two dudes, I was like, what the fuck? Those <laughs> dudes are just way too old for this class. But I was like, hey, dude. Oh, no, sweet bro. <laughs> nice sports. <laughs> it's starting to get to her. She's paranoid and suspicious of everyone on a phone. It hits peak paranoia when she hears, you're going to die, instead of whatever Goldie was actually saying, solving for sign. Looking for sign. Solving for sign. She gets a grip and sits down, but then she gets, later at your feminazi rally, I'm going to blow your head off. Have fun in math class. So yeah, it's definitely local, and they know that where she is at that second. Yeah. Why didn't like go to Principal Snake? Right. Like yes. that's that's my thing is that like these threats are clearly coming from school. Right. Clearly. Right. Go to the principal. Principal Snake knows nothing about this. You went to the police, which was yeah a good thing. You you like it's like instead of acting local, she went global. Like right. she was like, what? You need to act local first, girlfriend. <laughs> go to Principal Snake and see what he says because clearly they know. Yeah, it's it's once you get that you're in math class right now, like, uh, okay, yeah, this is the time where you get the principal involved, like, because the police were were useless, but the principal might be able to actually do something because they're, like, not bound by the law, so exactly. <laughs> they can investigate it even if it's not, you know, even if they don't have a search warrant, right? <laughs> for example. But again, this is why I'm like, okay, there's clearly no teacher in this class because a teacher would have been like, hey, Maya, why are you... Standing up in the middle Why of class, taking everyone on their phone. Everyone was on their phone. <laughs> like that was blatant. Those two dudes were like, "Look at my phone. I'm handing it to you across the fucking hallway." But yeah, clearly there's no teacher in there because then Maya was just like, "I'm leaving." Right. And then there was no teacher that was like, "Where are you going? What's going on?" And Goldie's just like, I- "I've lost control of my classroom." <laughs> Frankie approaches Winston at his locker, apologizing for kicking him out. It's no big deal. He was there to see Miles anyways. He lets on that he saw the list. Good to know I'm a good kisser. Wink. Frankie is mortified. But Winston has been making his own list, and it's coming up Frankie. Pros, she has beautiful hair. She's always super nice and cheerful. Not anymore, though, Winston. That's the right? old Frankie. You don't know Someone Frankie. missed the memo about emo Frankie. Yeah, you don't know Frankie like that anymore, okay? But once again, a lot of geometric shapes. I think she has polka dots right. on her shirt. And <laughs> yes, she Winston does. has new geometric shapes. Anyways. So he definitely has feelings for her, but she looks a bit wary. She does. Like, she walks away and is a little, like, eye-rolly. Right. She just, like, suddenly is kind of over him. Yeah. So Tristan is leading a student council meeting and make sure Goldie is good to go on the feminist club assembly. And this is again in the middle of school. Right. This is not after school. This is in the middle of school. So 
It's student council class. Yeah. And this is before lunch because then Tristan goes to the doctor. I don't know. I'm like, when does anybody have class? Because <laughs> they, Tristan has a free. They have five minute class. Yeah. VJ busts in dema- demanding to know what STI Tristan gave him. He knows the anonymous email was him because he's never been with anybody else. VJ is panicking. How bad is it? Am I going to die? But Tristan is trying to calm the situation. He admits it's just chlamydia. The student council is shocked by this hot goss. Also, VJ clearly has a fly girls meeting right after this student <laughs> council meeting because he is, I don't know, he is ready for some 90s hip hop dancing. <laughs> With his gold chain yeah. and more geometric shapes on his uh, – Oh, Jesus. His, yeah, I was like, you look like a fly girl. I'm not. I don't know what this outfit is. <laughs> um, so Tristan just like admits it in front of everybody just so casually. It's just chlamydia, whatever. Which he doesn't even know if he has. <laughs> yes. And he was all worried about a political scandal and now he's just telling everybody he has chlamydia. Like, right. No big. Tristan. Because I want to – I'm curious what – like. I bet they just made out, to be quite honest. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, well, they yeah, were together for two days. That's the question. He's like, he's like, I've never even had sex. So, like, what have you done? Right. Is it? Are you blowing all these dudes? Is that what right. it is? Because, Maybe. like, I'm assuming you can have chlamydia in your mouth. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All the time. <laughs> but, like. No, you can't. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure. Yeah. You can catch it that way. Yeah. I don't want to think about this. I know. <laughs> This is why I reserve BJ's for boyfriends. (laughs) BJ's for BF's. I don't know where that dick's been. So Zig and Maya skip class and Zig comforts Maya with a nice hot drink. They're ditching school because Maya is scared. Zig would do anything for her. Maya knows the threats are probably fake, but she can't handle the volume. It's overwhelming. She doesn't feel safe anywhere and all over a song. Yeah, I'm trying to think where I would feel more safe. Like I... I don't know – like, I think I would have gone to the principal's office because mm-hmm. I didn't feel safe. Like, I don't think, like, I would – Just go home. Uh, they already – like, they doxed her. Right. They, people know where she lives. Like, I don't know that I would feel safe mm-hmm. where her parents aren't home. Right. Like, I don't know that I would feel safe there either. Zig is there, though, and he's got the guns, so – Well, I mean, yeah. He's, he's got he's all the guns. A, his shirt is extra sleeveless <laughs> in this episode. Like, it's not just a sleeveless shirt. It is a full-on – Tank top. <laughs> he is showing up, showing off them shoulders. Like I bet Amelia wishes he was talking about Zig in this episode. <laughs> Zig just wants to knock your spark out. God, <laughs> yeah. Zig wants to knock this guy's spark out. Maya blames herself. Did she ignore them too long or not enough? Did she invite this harassment somehow? What could she have done differently? This is such a common behavior when you're being victimized. Zig assures her she did nothing wrong. Maya is so sad she can't attend the assembly, but maybe she can after all. The marvels of modern technology save the day once again. She can live stream. Zig, with all of his personal growth, points out that it's not perfect or fair, but it's taking a stand. Maya calls him the best, but he knows he fucked up. Oh, Zig. Zig, zig, zig. Also, how did he come up with this idea? He's a fucking dumbass. Right. Like, I'm shook that he was like, we could live stream. It's like, Zig, who gave you the right? You are dumb. But anyways, okay. I love all these shots of, like, him just being guilty. Oh, my God. I know. All these hugs. All these, like, warm embraces. Guilty face. He's just like, oh, 
you're good at playing a creep. Guilty face. <laughs> I know. Like, it makes me wonder how many times did I hug my ex-boyfriend who cheated on me? Like, oh. how many longing looks of despair did he make did he? behind my back every time we hugged? Where he was just like, oh, every time Jesus. she shows me love. I know I fucked up. Just every single time. Like, I would have known he cheated on me if I had just stood, like, with mirrors in front of me and in front of him. Like, I would have been able to see the look of, oh, shame. Next time you're dating someone, just have a friend nearby who can look every time you're hugging. Be like, he looked pretty sad. I don't know. I'm going to call him the best (laughs) and then hug him. You tell me what his face looks like. Pay attention. Thank you. And that's how you know, ladies. That's how you find out if your man is cheating, (laughs) is in those warm embraces. It was so real, the way that she was asking herself all the questions of like, could I have done things differently? Like, right. did, do I deserve this? And because I, fe- I, I especially feel like for women in particular, we're constantly, because of the fact that we're constantly criticized, mm-hmm. you know, and being told that things are our fault, when something happens to us, an immediate reaction to think, what did I do to deserve this? Right. Like, I must have done something right in order to get this reaction so clearly i did something wrong yeah it's like incredibly common to look back and be like i should have done x y and z and it's like no you you shouldn't have to change how you live your life in order to avoid being harassed like Mm -hmm. with the exception of someone who's like a terrible person doing terrible things yeah yeah y'all had it it coming But like for just a casual feminist, it's like. (laughs) Who did. She literally, she's been a feminist for like a week. It's literally been a week. Like she just discovered feminism and she's already getting this shit. But it's, it's, yeah, like a lot of people self-victim blame. But I think that's because in general, a lot of people victim blame. Like people want to believe that we're living in a just world where good guys have good things happen to them and bad guys have bad things happen to them. Mm -hmm. But it's like good people have bad things happen to them all the time. And it's like a way for people to rationalize Mm -hmm. why bad things happen to good people. It's like, well, actually, she was wearing a short skirt. So that cancels out her good, you know, perfect victim. You know, I got, well, how come Goldie isn't getting harassed? Right, <laughs> you'd think. Because, like, they're against the feminist club. Right, and Goldie's the leader of the feminist yeah. club. Yeah. I guess they're saying that Not Okay has been posted online and she's been getting that since she posted it, I think. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's because Goldie isn't putting herself out there on the internet. Mm-hmm. So Maya should have known better. I know. I mean, and I, because I can't, we can't reveal who is behind these yeah. things. But I'm like, I feel like Goldie would be getting it too. But anyway, it's, yeah. it's like if it, and you know, then they'd have to tackle the entire other axis of oppression that would be being used there. That's like, true. Yeah. It's, let's attack the white woman. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> let's not go there just yet. So Shay and Lola are pumped about the Frankston sequel, but Frankie doesn't seem so sure. His list wasn't weird. It was just superficial, as if hers wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Mixed babies. Mixed babies are gorgeous. (laughs) But to be fair, that was Lola. That wasn't really Frankie. (laughs) Um, It was mostly just about her being nice and happy, but she hasn't been nice or happy in months. And also, I love how shook Lola is that like, (laughs) oh my God, he said you had nice hair. That's like the nicest compliment. Because it's like, because Loki, Lola's like... You had those really bad highlights. Right. And he still loved you. If he can love you in those highlights, he he's the one. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, you got a face for radio, Frankie, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Lola thinks she's crazy. Complimenting her hair is like the nicest thing he could say. Right. They just don't get it. 
Frankie tries to explain that the last time she kissed him, he tasted like peanut butter. And from then on, peanut butter reminded her of Winston in a bad way. So now she's not even sure if she likes peanut butter at all. Clearly, Miles is the only literary genius in the family because that was whack. Yeah. Weird analogy. (laughs) The feminist assembly starts with an intro from Goldie. Lola is not impressed. This is so boring. Um, I was like, why is she so anti this assembly? And then I'm like, oh, well, listening to like everything that Tiny has said, I'm sure he's said it in front of Lola. So she's like, eh, feminazi. Right. Yeah. We haven't seen any of Tiny maybe growing. Right. I mean, he he, like tends to treat whoever he's dating pretty well but like but yeah those comments he said like we haven't seen an arc from him yet where he's like oh yeah i was wrong right exactly like we get with zig lola says peanut butter makes everything better but shay says not if you go into anaphylactic shock goldie announces that maya will be speaking and singing over webcam which will should be cool (laughs) (laughs) which should be cool (laughs) okay sweet goldie should be cool might not be <laughs> right. I don't it know. might not be hit or miss. Also, I noticed through like um, the Degrassi wiki pages when I was looking for pictures to do memes, there is a girl who is so blatantly looking around Shay's hair, like at the <laughs> really? assembly. Like, yeah, like she clearly cannot see over Shay's hair, and she's just like way out there. Like, oh my god, it's, <laughs> like it's. It is, uh, you, and you can see it when you watch the episode too. She's just like, I'm, I'm cocking my head way around this girl so I can actually. I just kind of want to put that on her Instagram with no comment. <laughs> yeah, right. And she's like, I can't see Shay's hair's too big. <laughs> oh God. Tristan has apparently downgraded his incognito look from junior detective to just a baseball hat. No, he's Joe Goldberg now. This is what th- this whole outfit is giving me the you vibe. Like, <laughs> yeah, not incognito, but you know what I mean. And you. Beck never notices Joe, so maybe this is fine for Tristan. Nobody nobody saw him. He's like standing behind a five-inch wide tree like, this covers me. I'm good. No oh, one can see Right, me. exactly. <laughs> oh, and by the way, I don't know why I love listening to the school announcements so much, but the one during this scene is that the science fiction club is on the brink of a time travel discovery. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Okay. And all you know, I think it's because I, I have the subtitles on when I watch. Oh, yeah. So, like, you can see, read what they're saying. I was like, oh, interesting. Okay. Hunter walks up to tease him about his chlamydia. He planned to take him down, but Tristan did the work for him. He's been out polling the electorate lately. <laughs> oh, also, I noticed in this scene, I don't know if you noticed, but Hunter is really clutching his bags. Really? But it's weird because he has a side uh, satchel bag. And he is holding the bottom of it. That's weird. And I just, I did, it looked weird. Yeah. Miles approaches and Tristan doesn't have the time or energy for two sassy Hollingsworths in a row. <laughs> Miles expresses genuine concern. He encourages him to go to the doctor because the longer you wait, the worse it gets. Tristan is confused by the compassion. Miles understands being a screw up. Turns out Tristan went to the doctor at lunch and doesn't have chlamydia, just a regular old UTI. Tristan has learned his lesson. Wrap it up and stop self-diagnosing when you have that sweet, sweet Canadian health care. <laughs> Miles invites him to grab some cranberry juice and chat. It's a really sweet scene. It, I Okay. Who in high school is like, do you want to get a drink? Right. Because that's what he's like. Do you want to go get a, Do you want to go grab a drink? Like specifically a large cranberry juice? Makes sense. Yeah. But like. 
no one's asking you to go get a drink in high school. That's not what you do. <laughs> well, he does drink uh, single malt. Is that what it's called? Single That's malt whiskey? That's what it is. Yeah. So. He does drink single malt, but like, <laughs> I don't know. I, it would make more sense if he was like, do you want to go to the dot? Right. The feminist assembly is in full swing as Meyer rocks out over Skype. The audience loves it and Goldie is beaming. Maya explains that she didn't realize her song was the next feminist anthem at first, but now she's aware as she has experienced a ton of harassment. She points out the sexism in the bullying, the rape threats, the slut shaming. She makes a pretty good speech about how dehumanizing and threatening it is, but is interrupted by a goddamn SWAT team. (laughs) Uh, Every time I get on my feminist soapbox, (laughs) there's always a SWAT team that comes in. (laughs) The cops throw them to the ground as the students watch in shock. The team is told to stand down. It's a prank call. She's been swatted. And swatting is the act of calling in an emergency situation to get a SWAT team sent to someone's house as they live stream. I'm okay. As I'm like, my biggest thought process is that if this happened in America, it does. Well, no, I'm saying I'm just this is for this specific scenario. First okay. off, if they weren't white, they would have been shot immediately. Oh, God. Like, they literally yes. would have been shot immediately. There would have been no questions asked. Oh, yeah. Um, The police were so nice mm-hmm. afterwards. I was like, no, that wouldn't happen. Right. They would not be nice to those kids. No. It didn't matter that they're not the ones that made the prank call. Right. Those cops would be dicks to them. Mm-hmm. They would be so fucking inconvenienced that they got called in on a prank that those kids didn't even do. Right. But like they're 100% chance that those cops would have been dicks to them. Yes. And it's so, it's such a dangerous thing to do. Like one wrong move and they could have been killed. They, like They really could have been killed. I mean, yeah, again, less likely if you're white, most white, people get out alive Mm -hmm. when they get when the cops get called on them but yeah because the whole process took like 30 seconds right like they got in there they're like (laughs) clear clear just a prank right it was like wait what you'd think they could have waited one more minute and verified it was a prank before going in (laughs) yeah yeah it was it all happened so fast they were so Canadian about it. <laughs> just like, so, sorry about that. Sorry about lady. that. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> sorry about that. Well, now we'll post a fucking cop car outside. Right. Now we got you. So the cop gives a very PSA performance, but because something finally crossed a line to the police, they're going to keep a car outside for a while. Maya assumes it was some rando, but the cop explains that the call came from inside the house. Not really, but it was local. Yeah, but basically. <laughs> I love that. Like, yeah, it was uh, Zig who's like some jerks in Wisconsin probably, right? right? And it was like, if she thinks that this is because of her song, <laughs> sh- this bitch thinks she went that viral right. that some fucking Joe Schmo in Wisconsin mm-hmm. was like, let's fucking swat this bitch. <laughs> like, has no stake in the matter. Let's just fuck up her day in Wisconsin. I mean, it does happen. Like, this is a, I don't know how often this has happened, but it's absolutely happened. I'm just saying, why weren't, why aren't they thinking school? Why aren't they thinking like, yeah, this is because of school? I mean, most hints point to school. Yeah, that's sure. what I'm saying. Like, everything, but this scenario says school. Yeah. So Frankie spots Winston in the hallway and hides. Jonah catches her. Frankie accuses him of stalking her to, to dispense elderly wisdom. They sass each other in a heated back and forth. She rattles off his normal spiel as she marches up to Jonah and gets in his face. He tells her to go to her besties for better advice when she plants one on him. 
She's into the banter. Mm-hmm. Embarrassed, she goes to walk away, but he pulls her back in. He likes his ladies with some sizzle and spice. <laughs> oh, my God. But so, yeah, that's the end of the episode. Or did you have anything to say no, about? No. Um, I, I guess only the only thing I have to say about that whole kiss is that I, it just seems so unbelievable to me. Mm-hmm. The guy was like, this doesn't happen in high school. Yeah, but okay. I don't think Frankie has the guts. No, I definitely don't think she does. I think she, yeah, she's not that forward. But it, yeah, it's also like, it's kind of funny watching them. They're like so romantic, quote unquote, all the time. And it's like, that's not high school relationship. It's really not. <laughs> like he just dramatically pulls her back in like a, you know. Yeah. You know, rom-com like or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so so yeah, Frankie is uh, into Jonah. Turns out. Mm-hmm. Or at least not into Winston. I don't know if she knows what she wants. She but... loves being negged. Like, that's her big yeah, she thing. Does. She does. Winston is. is too nice to her. He likes her too much. That's <laughs> exactly. And that's a lesson we all have to learn, ladies. Jonah thinks she's a spoiled brat. She likes that. She's like, yeah. <laughs> Panties off. Oh. I wanted to read this. For, this popped up on my time hop from nine years ago. Oh, God. <laughs> um, and it's, from, it's a text from last night. I was really into making texts from last night, my Facebook statuses. Um, but this one was... I'm transferring to Degrassi. I don't care that it's severely Canadian. Classes are five minutes long. There's no actual work. And you get out of class whenever you want to go to a dramatic scene with someone in the hall. And I was like, yes. That sounds like a good high school. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm on board. I couldn't really come up with a consistent theme for this. I couldn't even Feminism. tell why the hashtag. Right. Like none of this made like connected for me, but. Let me think about it for a second. I didn't really think too hard. So. I didn't write down a theme. I, I forgot. Oh, um, this is stupid, but something about being anonymous can be a good thing or a bad thing because <laughs> Tristan wanted to be anonymous with his, uh, you know, telling the world about his chlamydia <laughs> that he didn't have and – there are anonymous trolls. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I'm really uh, pulling. At, I'm really grasping at straws. Yeah, I don't. I don't have one major theme here. But so yeah. But so I, anyway, I mean, we can sum it up. So it hurts when I pee. <laughs> That's the <theme. laughs> either address or peeing in the toilet. Hashtag it hurts when I pee. Uh huh. <laughs> I nailed it. But so yeah, where are we at with these characters? So Tristan. Does not have an STI. Nope. But is seemingly rekindling a friendship with Miles. Mm. So that's kind of kind of nice. It's like Miles is reaching out to somebody who is like positive for him rather than Esme. Right. I know I missed Esme in this episode. She's not in it. <laughs> you know, then we got Maya getting harassed, struggling to struggling to know what to even do with that harassment. Like there doesn't seem to be anyone willing to help her. There doesn't seem to be any like anything she can do because like anytime she blocks them, they can just come back. Like mm-hmm. she's just up against a brick wall here. Like Maya goes through a lot. Yeah. Like over the <laughs> In course general. of Yeah, over the course of her character, like she definitely goes through a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Then there's Frankie who is over Winston and here for Jonah. So mm-hmm. don't know how any of those things relate if they even do, but mm. That's where we're at. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. And if you have a story that goes there, especially if it relates to next week's episode, 
Write to us at a social disease podcast at gmail.com and follow us on social media at a social disease. And make sure to tune in next week when we discuss season one, episode nine, hashtag since we being honest. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye. And once again, we're your hosts, Jesse Mack and Carly Joe Gear. And this has been a social disease podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>